0: Good evening, kings, queens, and non-binary royals. This is Bondia Banter, and I'm Rebecca, your host. So, today I'm going to start off with a quote from Florence Given. Uh, She is an illustrator and author on Instagram, and if you haven't followed her, you should go do that. Anyway in her book she has a quote and she says if protecting your energy and refusing to entertain things that don't nourish your soul makes you a bitch then go ahead be a bitch. And the topic I want to talk about in reference to this quote and everything else is gaslighting. And Gaslighting, if you don't know what it means, it means to manipulate someone by psychological means into doubting their own sanity or their own reality or even their own decisions. And I'm going to talk about the decision part of it today. So today I was listening to the slum flower on Instagram and it's been a while since she went on one of her, on her stories and went on one of her rants which I love because I'm obsessed with her and I love it when she talks about what annoys her. (laughs) And she says she relates to this book that she's reading called Olive um, and about the gaslighting within the book. She says she relates to this because she... So she's well known for saying that she doesn't want to marry into poverty, that she wants to marry into abundance... And people respond to her by saying it doesn't sound very feminist of her to say something like that or it doesn't make her a feminist if she wants to marry a rich man. So we're talking about the gaslighting that people do whenever we say what we want in our lives. And um, especially when women... Or queer people people of color (laughs) we we say we want a certain thing and if it's it's if it's out of the norm then we're always met with some sort of resistance and most people are so like but what I want to talk about when it comes to the marriage thing and the poverty versus rich man why is all why is it always a toss-up between a rich asshole and a lovely broke man because I also do not want to marry someone who is broke and whenever I say that it instantly makes me sound like a monster and people always say well would you rather marry a rich asshole or a poor love of your life and my response to that is that I'd rather be single for the rest of my life and people are always really shocked by that because I guess they expect me to choose between those two options and between those two realities. Um, We'll get back to those being realities um, in a minute. But how does choosing either of those options make you more feminist than the other? One, when you talk about dating and marriage, you're talking about something personal, something that is completely personal and subjective. So it's personal, it's not political. And two, if you really wanted to make dating political and make it about equality, then you would have to do the math every single time you went on a date. A woman in the US earns 81 cents for every dollar a man earns. So now this whole 50-50 rule on a date, like you pay for half the bill and i pay for half the bill, doesn't actually measure up because the woman is paying more because she earns less. This is if you're on a date with, say, a straight man or a man a man in general because they usually don't ask you in your interview if you're straight or not. And so the 50-50 rule for that already doesn't work because it isn't equal. 50-50 is not equal because we work longer for every dollar that a man makes. So we have to add more time to it so that we get to make up the extra 19 cents that we don't get now you can probably take into account what you both earn weekly or perhaps hourly to decide a better ratio or percentage than 50 50 because that's already a disadvantage to the woman it's more like 60 40 that the woman's paying in that or i don't know in some countries even 70 30 like if i pay three dollars and you pay three dollars it might take me i don't know I don't know. It takes me longer to make three dollars than it takes you long to make three dollars. So, I'm sick of people making dates about politics, about equality. Imagine doing that every single date. And especially if you're dating like multiple people. We have to make it equal, right? Wrong, because dating isn't political and doing that isn't sexy. You should be able to pay for or not pay for whatever you want without the burden of this equality. Typically, if I'm not feeling the date, I'll pay for whatever I ordered or half the bill. Cause here's the thing, I do that with all my friends. When I go out to eat with my friends, what do I pay for? I pay for what I ate, what I ordered, what I drank. Or I pay for half the bill, and even sometimes with my friends, I pay for all of it. I don't expect a pat or a trophy or a cookie for that. What I'm saying is, personally, I find it really attractive when a man, especially if he's straight, wants to spend some of his unlimited resources on me. We're talking about seduction, after all, not politics, right? My ideal life would be to not get married, to have no kids, and live in a separate place from my partner, or perhaps be single forever, so I can focus all of my energy on myself. This personal decision, personal choice of mine, doesn't make sense to a lot of people. I feel like Us as women, we're always expecting to choose. We're right back to that, um, the broke, lovely guy or the rich asshole scenario. And here's the thing. Why are you choosing between those two realities? Like, really, why? Why is it only those two options? I mean, there are plenty of broke assholes. And there are plenty of lovely rich people. So why do we always assume that you need to have one or the other? Here's my answer to that one. Either I have both or I'm single because being single doesn't take anything away from me but dating an asshole takes a lot away from me and dating someone who's broke takes away from the type of life and the type of experiences that I want to create. So he's either wanting to create those with me or not and that's the answer so here's the thing ladies like why are you choosing you can have everything you want and more you can have it all and the gaslighting the resistance that we meet whenever we say our standards are allowed um is so exhausting. And you know, it's usually from other women that I feel this resistance, sorry, not feel, that I get verbal resistance about this. It's not from men. Men don't tend to disagree with me on this. Um, it's women. And maybe, I don't know why that is, maybe because the world has also made, forced them to decide or force them, forces us to believe that we can't have it all but you can, and you deserve it all, really, truly, and deeply. (laughs) So no matter what your ideal life is, your ideal dating scenario is, whether you want to have kids or you don't, you want to have one, you want to have 20... Whether you want to be single or you want to get married, whatever this is, no one has the right to gaslight you or tell you that you can't have it or tell, or try to persuade you. Maybe, maybe you'll change your mind or you don't know what you're saying, you're so young or mm, they all say that until, until the, the right man comes along, blah, 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 blah. They don't actually take our standards or decisions seriously. So don't let people trick you into believing that you can't have your cake and eat it too. So what about anyone out there have have you a non have you a controversial decision about your life? Have you ever had anyone be shocked or even disgusted about your decision. Have you met any resistance? Any girls or women out there like me don't want to get married and don't want to have any children? I'm sure there's a lot of you and I feel feel you on that and I feel how lonely it can feel as well because it's not really a lot of people I meet also don't want to have children. But, you know, even if you do, the point of this podcast and the point of me rambling on about all this isn't so that I want you to do what I'm doing. No, I want you to decide for yourself and know that you can have it. So whatever it is you want especially when it comes to relationships and when it comes to children. You can have whatever you want, no matter how ridiculous it sounds to the people around you. And that's really it. And I think that anyone who gaslights you when you verbalize your decisions and verbalize your dreams... If anyone in your life is gaslighting you, then they need to leave your life. Or just don't listen to them. If you can't get rid of them, just don't listen to them because they're, they're not true. They're just talking from their experience and from their own reality. But really, we create our realities through our decisions, through our thoughts and through our actions. So, if you want to marry a prince just look at, just look at Meghan Markle, you can, you can do it, no matter where you're from, or what your job was, or who people think you are, and you can do it even when the whole world hates you for it, um, so, yeah, take some advice from the amazing women around us, and create whatever life you want, do not listen to the gaslighters, And it's a red flag as well for the type. If if it's someone close to you, just take note that they're not completely on your side. But no one really ever is. You've got to be your own cheerleader. You've got to be your own friend. Although I'm on your side, no matter which side of the coin you want, I want you to have it all. I want you to believe that you can create whatever... want in this life and I want you also to believe that you deserve it you deserve it you deserve it you deserve it no matter what it is so that is my two cents on it and uh, the people I'm talking about is the slum flower on Instagram and Florence Given on Instagram as well and the book I was talking about is Olive by Emma Gammon and you guys should go follow them because they're queens and they just, just are so brave and bold with their opinions. I think it might be interesting to consume some of what they have to say. So I hope you all have a lovely day and I'll see you next Monday. Bye.